You're listening to PNN, KEXU, Poor People's Revolutionary Radio on 96.1 FM LP on the dial in Oakland and streaming live online at www.poormagazine.org slash radio. FM, Poe People's Revolutionary Radio. I'm JV, and you're listening to Free Aslan. And today, we're going to have a good show. I got uh, Brother G7 here, and we're going to be discussing um, some more pig terror in the community and, you know, um, another life that uh, the pigs stole from the people. And so we'll talk about that and, and learn about the struggles um, going on surrounding this a brother who was uh, killed um, in Hayward, uh, California. So, but before we get into that, I, I want to say a little bit of talk about some events coming up. Uh, one event, um, it's called Red Saturday, Red Sunday, and this is going to be a cultura event. It's going to be very beautiful. I've been there before, and um, and it's always very, very, very beautiful. Um, and so that Red Saturday, Red Sunday is December 7th and 8th. That's Saturday and Sunday coming up from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it will be in on the address is 749 Story Road, San Jose, Califaslan. One more time, 749 Story Road, San Jose, Califaslan. And you can... Um, you know, they're going to have a lot of things going on there. They're going to have arts and crafts. Um, and this is all going to be, um, you know, um, indigenous style, um, decolonized style um, um, things that they have available, arts and crafts, food, you know, music. There's going to be the Aztec dancers there. So it's going to be a very beautiful event, family event. Um, you can bring your children uh, very uh, children friendly, and um, it's gonna be just you know you got to tap into your cultura because um, you know a lot of people get um, caught up in these um, you know these um, consumer you know um, holidays um, and you know where they go out and buy everything in 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 these big um, big box department stores, but we we can't remember we can't forget our um, you know, those um, who um, make handmade crafts and, you know, do so with, um, you know, with uh, materials that, you know, oftentimes um, our people's been using for, you know, generations, hundreds, thousands of years, indigenous style uh, foods, indigenous style uh, music and dance, arts and crafts. Um, and so all of this stuff is... Um, you know, it's a, um, it's a, it helps in the process of decolonization because uh, culture is a huge um, tool. It's a huge weapon used um, in the battle uh, for decolonization. So, you know, make sure you come out. I've been there before. You know, Aslan Press will be there. Um, <clears throat> Aslan Press will be there uh and um, probably Sunday, but it's going to be, a, both days are very, very, very fun, and um, I always have a good time there. Everybody does. So come and check it out, and um, bring your friends, family, neighbors, um, your homies, whatever you, you know, whoever you're in contact with, bring them, and you guys are going to, you know, have a hell of a time um, in this uh, Cultura event. 
Um, so I'll see you there. And, um, and also, um, on another note, of course, I want to mention, um, you know, the concentration camps that we cannot forget. Um, you know, we cannot forget what's occurring in these uh, concentration camps. Um, we can't stop, you know, um, talking about um, the gladiator fights. You know, they're still going on and they're going to continue to go on. And we're going to continue to talk about them. We're going to continue to popularize um you know, gladiator fights in 2019, uh, 21st century America, KKK, um, you know, America is having these gladiator style fights with oppressed nations, people um, fighting to the death. So, you know, we need to see what they're doing um, and continue to educate people about it. We also want to talk about the pig terror going on outside of the concentration camps because there's a lot of that as well. You know, we, we got these death squads here in the U.S. And here in the United Snakes, we have death squads that roam our streets, roam our varios, roam the ghettos, the hoods, and they just hunt, you know, brown and black skins. So, you know, and some of these death squads, you know, they're subunits uh, or some of them are just regular police department and what they do is these pig departments is that they go around the neighborhoods hunting um the oppressed nations people they don't do that in the affluent community of course not you know they'll stop and hey how you doing good gay good evening uh, uh, yeah um, it's gonna be raining later you know uh grab your umbrella and then they speed off but in our communities in our barrios in our hoods um, they pull over um, and they jump out like in a paramilitary um, response and throw our youth against the wall, have them on the curbs, put them face down on the sidewalks and say that they uh, fit the description of a crime. And yet they don't do that in the affluent communities. Hell no, they don't, because the affluent communities, their parents are the judges and lawyers and uh, city councils and all these other people who um, have a you know foothold in what the pigs are doing. So you know this is what we endure, and this is why so many youth, um, oppressed nations youth, have uh, PTSD and other forms of trauma. This is why when we see the pigs uh, pull up next to us, even though we're not doing nothing, even myself included, um, we. Um, automatically think of the worst case scenario because why because this is what we've been experiencing our whole lives this is what we've been seeing our family friends and loved ones experience you know um, being pulled out of a car and beaten by the pig for no reason we've been seeing this it's trauma it's a form of traumatization that we've uh, experienced here uh, under colonization of the United Snakes and, and it's going to continue and you know and so you know, I want to just mention in uh, San Jose, Califaslan, the San Jose Police Department have a covert response unit. And this is uh, San Jose's uh, death squad, uh, the covert response unit. And this is the unit that assassinated uh, Brother Jacob Dominguez. Um, and this is the unit that uh, pulled him over, that um, hunted him, that tracked him for weeks, and couldn't see him doing anything wrong. And so they pull him over, point an AR-15 at him while he has his hands up in the air, and we know that because there's uh, footage and there's audio um, talking about him having his hands in the air. And then they aim the AR-15 at his face, and they shoot him in the face with it when he has nothing, no, um, he's unarmed. So, um, you know, this is what, this is one of the examples um, that the pig terror, um, uh, you know, that they um, employ on us. And this is one of the um, actions of the death squad, also known as the covert response unit. And, you know, I'm working on getting some names from, you know, they just the name Covert Response Unit, Covert, Secret, Secret Response Unit. Why are they a secret? 
Why? Because they have one purpose, and that's to neutralize those that they're going after. And they neutralize people in many ways. Yes, they may imprison them, but they also assassinate, as in the case with um, Brother Jacob Dominguez. So this is something we're never going to forget. This is something, this is an act of terror, an act of terrorism, um, of state terrorism, of pig terrorism that was aimed at our community, that was aimed at the Chicano nation, that was aimed at the oppressed nation's people, and we're never going to forget that. We're never going to allow um, them to go on as business as usual, and we're going to continue to educate the public on the covert response unit. So um, currently I'm working on, you know, um, through a source, I'm working on getting the names of the covert response unit within the San Jose Police Department. And so um, when uh, this source does provide me these names, I will be uh, talking, having a conversation with you listeners on who are the members of the covert response unit within the San Jose Police Department. And many of you listeners, some of you in San Jose may have known them, may have went to school with them. They may be related. They may be, um, you know, know some of their family members. So, you know, we want all that information. We want it all. So whatever we can gather, we're going to continue to educate the public on what these terrorists are doing to our community, because this is our community. It's not theirs. Uh, they are an occupying force, just as all police departments are. They are an occupying force. And um, and at this time, unfortunately, they are in power. You know, the, 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 the state is in power, the oppressor nation. Um, but we're going to document this for history. And it's important that the oppress always documents history. We need to document who did what. When did they do it? Who were the ones responsible? And we want to make sure, and radio is a documentation of history, just as books are. And um, so we want to document this on the air because um, one day we will be free. And when we, will, when we are free, um, you know, our people are going to look back on the archive of documentation on who has blood on their hands, who committed... Um, you know, who committed uh, crimes against the people. And we need a record of documentation. So it's always important for us to document these terrorists. We need to document state terror, pig terror. We need to document in the concentration camps when the guards uh, pit prisoners in these gladiator fights. We need to document that. We need names of these guards. You know, prisoners, for some of the prisoners that are listening to this program, you know, Talk to your family members. Get the names of these guards. Who are the ones abusing prisoners? Who are the ones uh, opening the doors for these prisoners to engage in gladiator fights? Who are the ones responsible? Um, and have your friends and family members forward these to Free Aslan. Um, and, and, and in this way, um, we can um, have a conversation about this and... Um, and expose these people who are inflicting terror and trauma in our communities, whether our community members are in prison or not. It does not matter. These are our people. These are our community members. We don't care if they're in prison. We don't care what prison they're in. We don't care if they're in the hole, they're in the shoe, control unit, what have you, death row. We do not care. These are our people. And we're not going to turn our backs on our people. You know, we're not going to um, side with the state and say, well, they're bad and, you know, they shouldn't. No, because the state... The laws themselves are questionable under this occupation. When you're living under an occupation, every single, um, everything within that society is under question. The laws are under question. You know, um, the courts are under question. You know, um, everything is suspect. And when we have our own people's government, we're going to have different laws. We're going to have different courts. We're going to have uh, different uh legal, um, you know, legal um, 
strategies and tactics that we um, go by. We're not going to go by the oppressor nation's uh, legal code. And this is what, you know, as I said before, um, just because something is legal doesn't mean it's right. You know, when Hitler threw, you know, all of these uh, Jewish people and communist people and other revolutionary peoples inside the ovens, that was legal under German law. Um, when the United Snakes had, um, you know, um, African peoples um, as slaves, that was legal under American law. So just because things are legal, even when they have these children in these ICE detention centers, four or five-year-old kids in a cage, that is legal under United Snakes law. So we don't care about the laws. And that's why most people break the law, because these laws are suspect. These laws come from the mostly white oppressor nation. This is an occupying force. And, um, you know, we don't acknowledge the laws. We live our lives on what is morally right. We don't care about what America says is right and wrong. They're the last authority we're going to go to for what is morally correct. When they're over there dropping bombs in Afghanistan on children and villages, blowing up elderly and uh, disabled people, um, when they are enslaving African people, when they are stealing Mexican land, when they are, you know, um, torturing people in the tens of thousands, uh, mostly within, from within the Chicano Nation, in their torture camps, in their solitary confinement prisons, um, you know, when they're um, testing diseases uh, like they did in the Tuskegee experiments when they're, um, you know, invading almost every country on earth, when they're currently trying to destabilize Venezuela, when they've been trying to destabilize Cuba for five or six decades, when, um, you know, they committed genocides against the First Nations, um, you know, we, they are the last people we're going to go to for moral direction uh, and morals and principles. They're the last people on the planet that um, anybody should go to for moral compass. You know, um, so we don't care about their laws. We don't care what they say. Uh, we organize and mobilize within our communities how we see fit and how we see if what is moral, what is uh, moral Moral, we have our own moral compass, and um, and that's coming from the oppressed nation's perspective. It's not coming from the occupier and the oppressor. And so, you know, this is something that um, you know we need to continue to document every atrocity that they commit. We need to continue to voice it. We need to continue to educate other people about it. And this is why. Um, you know, I talk about these gladiator fights, and this is why I talk about pig terror and how they are assassinating um, our youth, our people, our elders um, outside the concentration camp and inside the concentration camp. You know, um, you know, the, you know, they talk about drive-by shootings, as I said once before. Well, they're over here doing fly-by shootings uh, through drones all over the world. So we don't want to hear about their criticisms of. We don't want to hear nothing. They have no authority um, um, they have no th authority to tell us what is right what is wrong if we did right if we did wrong that's for our people to decide and that's for us as a nation um, as the Chicano nation to decide who is right who is wrong and deal with that accordingly um, and so um, this is something that I am very passionate about because um, I have seen it. I have experienced it. I, I know people, um, you know, I mean, it's continuing to go on. And um, this is terrorism. So when you hear in the news, in the corporate media, any mention of terrorism, the first thing I want you to think of is America because America is the biggest terrorist in the world. And so now, speaking of terrorism, 
I have my brother uh, G7 here. We're going to take a short break for some music. And uh, when we come back, we will hear about some more pig terror from the brother G7. So just uh, kick on back. And this is Natani Means. And this is a uh, song called Genocide. And this song is dedicated to Aslan and all people of struggle. From there you know, um, freedom don't come free Got a census number on my tribal ID Just to prove my Indian blood to a degree Nah, I don't stand for that rag And I remember our past, so with that said I wipe my ass with that flag So Uncle Sam, you can shake my hand And you can take my land Give me whiskey and label me American Cut my hair, but you can't take who I am Still I'm fighting, writing the words of the wise It's like I see the world through my ancestors' eyes Find me between border town lines and red tobacco ties Next to where crazy horse lies uh. You do it for the fame, I do it for the cause You do it for this game, I do it for y'all That's the difference between us, who you think you saw I'm the product between genocide and loss You do it for the fame, I do it for the cause You do it for this game, I do it for y'all That's the difference between us, who you think you saw I'm the product between genocide and loss my homie told me quit with the resistance shit Looked him in the eyes, said I can't relive in it Two worlds, surrounded by tradition, wisdom, alcohol and women Temptations left and right I'm trying to wake up in the morning and pray Yet I'm out at night Honor my ways, but still I'm losing sight This one goes out to my people lost in the bottle Wake up, man, these kids need role models <laughs> But even I'm a walking contradiction Trying to find the red road, but I'm stuck in ditches Just a man, trying to be a man I know you understand my pain, my fight, my struggles Living up to a name, I can't do that Trying to make my own, all I hear is who that It's that young long hair with that Russell Mean stare Trying to figure out the future, man, I hope that I make it there You do it for the fame, I do it for the cause You do it for this game, I do it for y'all That's the difference between us, who you think you saw I'm the product between genocide and loss You do it for the fame, I do it for the cause you do it for this game, I do it for y'all That's the difference between us, who you think you saw I'm the product between genocide and loss I come from dirt streets Across the bridge in Chile Third world mentalities Alternate realities That most don't wanna see Stolen identities Washed away in the wash and cottonwood trees This is KEXU 96.1 FM, listening to Free Aslan. I'm JV, the host, and uh, I'm here with Brother G7. Brother G7, uh, welcome back to Free Aslan. Thank you, thank you. This is, this is home, baby. You know, I'm here. Oh, We're yeah, a- absolutely. And, and so you had some news for us um, concerning some pig terror in, in, the, in the city of Hayward. So can you talk to us a little bit about Augie, who Augie was, what occurred to him, and um, what occurred with this pig terror in in, in, in Hayward? Brother? Yeah, brother. So you know, this it's no secret. You know, the police have been doing this for way too long, and and it's been you know swept under the rug too many times. You know, uh, but on YouTube, you can pretty much go underneath 
writer Augie Gonzalez, the shootings in Hayward Police, and uh, it was Willie and Clark that, that killed them. They're still on duty. And, uh, you know, it's just a corrupted department, man. And for years, I, I've been dealing with the Hayward Police Department, and, and they're so corrupted, it's, it's crazy. But, um, you know, so uh, the sheriff's departments, you know, uh, Mario Martinez was one of my friends I went to school with. He was, he was killed by the deputies inside Santa Rita, and it was swept under the rug. Uh, Anthony Gomez in San Leandro was killed by the San Leandro Police Department. This was recently. I was saying that uh, it sounded like they're going in, starting in alphabetical order all over again the way they killed uh, Augie Gonzalez. And just months later, they killed Anthony Gomez right in the next city over in San Leandro. You know, so the longer time passes, the better off the guilty officer, you know, the murderer are. You know, my cousin Tony uh, Gomez, he's they picked him up straight from the state's state uh, prison and sent him to the feds. He. You know, they just indict you. They got these gang injunctions going, and they're finding any way that they can to arrest us and oppress us. Mm. So, yeah, that's, yeah, you know, they, it's they been going to, on. Yeah, they need to indict themselves. That's who they need to indict. But, but you know, brother, do you know if um, the pigs who um, murdered um, Brother Augie, do you know if they were a part of any um, covert unit any um, subunit within the police department task force any kind of do you know any of that so you know uh woolly he was uh already accused of being a uh, part of a corrupt berkeley police uh, department uh, i guess he was a berkeley officer before hayward and uh, so there's a lot of uh history of him being a part of the corrupted crew within that department you know so uh we know for sure and then the one that had his body cam off, uh, you know, I mean, how, how are you going to have your body cam off? It's just like these things get swept under the rug. We got this happening all over the place. They're killing us with, with no weapons in our hands. We just might pull out a phone. So if you get pulled over, you get stopped by any cop, don't even just put your hands up. Because right now they are killing us and they're able to get away with it. You know, so uh, until we free our slime, we got we to gotta stay on our toes, man. Absolutely. And we, you know, we're born on our toes because, you know, unfortunately, our grandparents and uh, parents and um, our whole family has been under. We've been raised on our toes. And, and that's that's part of where a lot of the trauma comes from um, uh, being raised in multi-generational trauma, you know, from being a colonized people. And, you know, a lot of times people will blame themselves you know, blame themselves for being colonized and reacting in ways um, that, you know, that the colonizer um, devised for you. And, and, you know, and of course, you know, there's exceptions to the rule and there's some that, you know, they, um, you know, manage better than others. But at the end of the day, um, uh, all colonized people are going to be traumatized. And um, and that is not that is not the fault of the of the colonized. That's the colonizers. And until we're able to take power, um, we're never going to be able to truly heal our people um, socially, politically, or economically. We will never be able to do it under colonization. So that's something that, you know, um, many times within these um, fields of study and research, um, you know, a lot of this stuff, um, when it comes to uh, the treatment of, um, of trauma, a lot of it's coming from the colonizer themselves so we have to keep that in mind and that's why i love um you know um franz fanon and and how he understood that you know um when it comes to um you know um traumas and and and, and different forms of um of therapy um you know you know we always need to have our own people's um, you know, dealing with this trauma. We need ha to have our own peoples as therapists or, or what have you. But um, it's very important because, um, you know, you know, to have a, a form of, of treatment that's deriving from a colonized perspective or European perspective is a bunch of BS. You know, we, we can't, we have to understand our own cultura and how to navigate um 
through colonization. So, um, you know, we have to have doctors who understand colonization, understand that we're living in colonized as colonized people and find methods that can apply to colonized people living currently through colonization, dealing with these traumas in that perspective. Um, coming at it from any other perspective, um, it's probably not going to work. So we have to make sure that, um, you know, read Franz Fanon and, and study up on um, what he had to say, you know. And, and, um, and, and, and so, you know, and, and Huey P. Newton spoke a lot about um, the process as well of, um, you know, colonization and trauma um, and on different treatments and, and what have you. So this is um, very, very interesting. It's very good. I, I guess it's like in anything, even a school teacher. We could have a school teacher that has a colonized mindset and then we can have teachers from our own community who have a decolonized mindset. And which one do you think is going to help a child the most? Well, it's going to be a teacher coming from our community that understands our struggles, uh, that also is conscious and knows we're colonized, who's going to teach us better and in ways that really apply to our social reality. It's not going to be some teacher from England who um, is um, trying to tell the kids in the barrio, um, you know, how they can, um, you know, what history is and how they can apply it in their daily lives. Because he doesn't understand our daily lives. You know, he doesn't understand um, what growing up from birth until, um, you know, school age as colonized people and having parents and grandparents as colonized people. They don't understand that. So that's the first step in rehabilitation is um, having our own rehabilitators. And once we have that, and we won't have that completely until liberation. So for all of you who are into, you know, these forms of treatment, fight harder for national liberation so we could get to a point where we have our own teachers, our own doctors, our own scientists who apply methods according to our own real social reality, not one that was studied uh, in some university. So with that being said, we're going to go to another short break. We're going to uh, check out this next song. And this song is uh, by the Impressions. And this is going out to all the oppressed nations within these um, United Snakes, all the internal semi-colonies. Keep on pushing. I've got to keep on pushing. I can't stop now. Move up a little higher. Some way or somehow. Cause I've got my strength. Don't make sense not to keep on pushing. Now maybe someday I'll reach that higher goal I know I can make it With just a little bit of soul Cause I've got my strength And it don't make sense Not to keep on pushing now look a look, look a look, a look a yonder. Oh, what's that I see? A great big stone wall stands there ahead of me. But I've got my pride and I move the world and keep on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
We're back at 96.1 FM. You're listening to Free Aslan. I'm JV, and I'm here with Brother G7. Welcome back, Brother G7. Absolutely, uh, absolutely, and um, you know, Brother G Seven was talking to us about um, Augie, who was um, executed by uh, Hayward Police Department, Pig Department. So, you know, uh, tell us, uh, Brother, tell us what them Baconators were doing. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, the oppressed, the, the swine flu is, you know, has been spread throughout my city, oh, yeah. man, and. Uh, it, it, it's it's evident that um, the corruption within the department is is you know been been too long already, and it's time it's time for this to get abolished, man. But uh, we we found out that the mayor and the city manager gets endorsed a hundred thousand each uh. a year by the Hayward Police Department. So mm. when the family of a murder a murdered uh, family member you know comes and asks for a private investigation because the police officer that's supposed to be protecting the community you know like mm. they say but they spread the swine flu and they kill us mm. in front of the man's mother mm. you know in cold blood and we're just supposed to be mm. quiet and okay with this and i'm i'm surprised how you know how many people have been standing up and and we need to we need to come a lot more deeper man because uh it's time we rise up and and do something about this because it seems like you know where's everybody at man we need to wake up and, uh, you know, really step forward and rise up because uh, this can't happen any longer, man. And, and you know, uh, I wrote this little thing, man. It, it goes like this. I pledge allegiance to the land of the sacred states of Aslan and to the people of the Chicano nation under the creator for which we stand. One raza with liberation for every woman and every man. Equal opportunity where children are the future and they deserve to understand. Next week, we're going to have uh, Augie's mom here we're going to do an interview and she's going to update us pretty much on you know personal information that's going on within the family and, and the private investigation and these officers need to be off duty already man this is getting out of hand so uh you know we shine a light on all that yeah and 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 just for the listeners um do you know the names of those pigs involved in um this uh execution of officer willie officer woolly and Officer Clark. How do you spell Wooly? W O O L E Y. Mm. And Clark, C L A R K. Uh. And are they still? They're still on. They're still hunting they're the still streets of Hayward. I actually happened to see both of them together, riding in the street, and they were like wow. joking, looking at each other, mm. laughing, like they were just having a good time. Like wow, nothing can stop them. And so, when did you see these hunters? This was a few weeks back, um, just Ugh. you know, driving up the up yeah. the street in Hayward, and yeah. and I, I just seen mm. them. They didn't know who I was. But I was kind of behind tent, but I just mm. was like, oh my goodness, these these mm. men are really just having a good time. Probably looking for somebody else to kill, uh, and they're they hunting. they're predators. Yeah, they're, they're hunting. You know, we are the hunted. Yeah, they they're they're on the hunt, and and, and that's the thing with the pigs across these uh, United Snakes is. Um, they're on the hunt, and those who say, "Well, you know, people are—they're—they're they're up to no good. They're doing." <laughs> Most people, all these people we're talking about, were unarmed. They had nothing, so you know, there's no justification for uh, the hunting and um, and the repression that our people. Um, and this is nothing new. This is something that a lot of people need to understand. This is nothing. New. This has been going on since colonization, since the oppressors first arrived on this continent. This has been going on. This went on to our ancestors experienced this. So when people talk about ancestors, you know, my ancestors and the ancestors are talking to me and all this. Okay, but your ancestors were oppressed as well. Understand that part and understand that um, they were fighting the same oppressor nation that we are struggling against. So remember that, you know, remember that. Honoring the ancestors good, remember those same ancestors you honor were oppressed by the same oppressor nation, by white supremacy. So remember that. Remember that our ancestors were oppressed by white supremacy. So struggle against it. Do something about it. That's what I'm talking about. This is what we need to do. So we need to link every single thing 
that we uphold today um, to the struggles that um, our history tells us and shows us that our people were up against. And so we have to stop also making excuses for the oppressor. We have to stop, you know, um, sugarcoating what the oppressor nation has done, is doing, and will do tomorrow. So we need to continue. We need to understand it ourselves. And we need to teach this. And it is uncomfortable. And it is, it does make a room awkward, uh, you know, when you have friends that, you know, may not understand. But um, our ancestors were awkward. Our ancestors uh, were awkward when they were putting that whip to them when they were, you know, sticking them knives in them, sticking them swords in them, when they were burning them alive. Our ancestors were uncomfortable. So um, be uncomfortable for the ancestors. Talk about the oppressor nation, white supremacy, and how we have to resist, not just know our history. How are we going to resist? This is the conversation that all oppressed nations, all brown and black and red people need to have. And we need to have that with our children. We need to have it with our friends, our family members, and um, our community members, those we work with. We need to make sure that um, this is covered by all people that we deal with, everybody we interact with. And, and, and that's uncomfortable. But we got to start making people uncomfortable. Because if nobody makes um, our community uncomfortable and knowing the truth, um, the oppressor nation is never going to be uncomfortable. So think about that. And so with that being said, um, we're going to go to the last song of the night. And then when we come back, we're going to talk to Brother G7 again. So this next song, this is a beautiful song. I love it. Uh, it's called Mexica Tiawi uh, by El Vu. And this song right here is dedicated to the Calpuli Tonaleque in San Jose, Califaslan. I know you're going to dig this. Esto es para todos los guerrilleros y las guerrilleras Los hijos y las hijas de la tierra Los abuelos y las abuelas de la futura El tonatiu y tonantzin por las semillas de cultura Es como refresas Un respirar de la hierba Con un corazón de fuego Mi amor es en la guerra El tambor de mis deseos Pero mis manos están madera Nunca puedo tocar o tener la trencera Solo sabe Ishel, Tonantzin y la flecha Quiero una esposa quien prefiera la tinta de la tierra Y la ceremonia no la pinta cosmética de este pinche colonia Esto es para las chapinas Zapotecas, Mixtecas, Yucatán hasta Tuxan hasta Texas Esto es para las zapatistas, sandonistas y las ejerciteras Mis compañeras, ellos no son indias Son los hijas indígenas de la tierra Vestida de jupiles cual cobre los fusiles Oh, Tams Lacotas y Anishinabe Yo M, Mexica y Maya, mi gente Oye, presidente Te pones en la boca En cada oración te vomitas mentiras El pueblo te va a dar la bota Quemando la Casa Blanca La casa de mentiras Delegación central de la opresión de nuestras vidas Perros migras Ellos son los inmigrantes Anahuac hasta los Andes Somos los que llega antes Ahora vamos adelante Vamos adelante Deja el español Mexica Tiawi Mexica, Kiawi, Mexica, Kiawi Fuck your fist if you're a revolutionist Mexica, Kiawi, Mexica, Kiawi Fuck your fist if you live indigenous Mexica, Kiawi, Mexica, Kiawi Fuck your fist if you're a revolutionist Mexica, Kiawi, Mexica, Kiawi the ceremony dancer, galactic star prancer, the mathematic master is measured and movement, una fusion, this rainbow serpent, constellation movement through the age of Visa, releasing the knowledge of the Maya, Mexica, the energy of the rocks will start to talk, the ancient voice 
Just put my key to the lock Setting you free inevitably Soon you will see we all sit in the shade of the sacred tree Mystic energies, ancient philosophies Nature and harmony was our theology We studied everything, we studied everything Mexica, Yowie, Mexica, Yowie Fuck your fist if you're a revolutionist Mexica, Yowie, Mexica, Yowie Fuck your fist if you live indigenous Mexica, Yowie, Mexica, Yowie Fuck your fist if you're a revolutionist Mexica, Yowie, Mexica, Yowie I be the enemy, swallow pressures, keep stepping Open up wide, from north to south, yo East to the west side, from what is above To the region of the dead, I spit indigenous lyrics Any straight for your head, cause my blood is red Like I said, underground said You can take my life, but you never give my soul Yo so equal their soul, now I'm under control Of my own destino The sun godfather, like my name was Apachino The earth mother goddess, the culture and the knowledge You can never rock from us These are my protectors from all four sectors The water keeps me going like a river when I'm flowing The earth is my home The place where I return whenever I begin to roam The air in my lung helps the movement of my tongue Plus the fire is within from beginning to the end So I grip the microphone like a boa constrictor Cause I am and always will be the victor Mexica, Yowie Mexica, Yowie, Mexica, Yowie Fuck your fist if you're a revolutionist Mexica, Yowie, Mexica, Yowie Now time to advance I'm a man making my stand on stolen lands With my soul in hand I'ma grow and expand Take it to the next level Sitting right in the middle Between God and the devil Keeping it heavy as metal On four wheels with dope skills My flow kills Idiots and ignorance Now hold still Picture this me hitting this Right out the park Straight into your heart For mine every time I construct a rhyme I design it To enlighten the mind Let the soul shine like a wax car I'm not a fast car like NASCAR Yet I'm moving with the speed and strength the 10 Jaguars Love it when the DJ throws the scratch hard And we're back This is 96.1 FM uh, Free Aslan I'm JV And I'm here with Brother G7 Welcome back once again brother Blessings, brother. Blessings. And uh, and brother G seven. Let me just say, um, you know. So what else did you? Uh, what would you like to share with uh, with the listeners tonight, brother? Because I know you always come with these. You come with these words, and you know you come with this medicine, uh, revolutionary medicine. And so, what what kind of medicine you you want to share with us tonight, brother? Okay, brother. You know, uh, I've just been in the field, man. I've been doing these. Uh, these uh, boycotts against McDonald's because we know that McDonald's is Donald Trump, man. He's that's his, you know, that's his main one of his main sources of income besides arresting us and keeping us captivated. You know, mm-hmm. every housed inmate, whether it be juvenile to uh, you know migrant to one of us, to anybody, anybody that's housed is thirty thousand a week to be housed. You know, water, mm-hmm. food, bedding, whatever, and so. Uh, you know, that's the the way that they generate money is to just arrest us. So that was his tactic when he threatened to build a wall and everybody scattered, you know. Mm. Uh, that's just, it was panic. You know, I wish we could have prepared the people before, you know, so uh, the people didn't panic and, and, and run up here and get arrested, mm. you know. But it is what it is. We just need to rise up. And, um, you know, so I always put something together, but uh, I got, got a couple words of inspiration in political philosophy. The right of revolution is the right and the duty of the people of a nation to overthrow a government that acts against their common interests and threatens the safety of the people without cause. Call me an outlaw. I've been in and out the system since juvenile hall. They got us all marginalized and categorized horizontal crime. That's what got me colonized. Time to uprise. Start a demonstration. Decolonization. Free my people in the concentration cages. 2020 vision is for real. Come join the movement. 2020 revision. The revolution. All they see is the tree. So they overlook the rainforest. They can't knock us down for protecting what they came for. They can't ignore us. I'm a soldier and a warrior. Now give us back our land. You don't want to go to war with us in political philosophy. 
you know, the right of revolution, man. Mm. Alter and abolish. We don't even want to alter, man. We are abolishing it. We want to abolish. And free our slime. Abolish the oppressor We nation. can govern ourselves. The children of the future can govern this country better than these colonizers, you know. And, and, and people all over the world have... Um, you know, I've kicked out the colonizers at one point or another. You know, a lot of countries around the world have done it. And we see it, um, you know, um, we've seen it in, in Cuba. Cuba, you know, kicked the oppressor uh, the oppressor out. And, and, and this is why the United Snakes is so mad at Cuba. Because, you know, um, they don't allow, they're, they're not, you know, they don't want to do the, um, you know, um, you know the business with the with 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 the capitalists, and you know, uh, you know, Cuba's not perfect, uh, and they're going through struggles and stuff like that. But this is why the U.S. continues to attempt to destabilize them, and this is why they are attempting to destabilize Venezuela because of uh, you know Venezuela is serving the people in 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 many ways. You know they're not perfect either, but they are. Um, serving the people and they are um, you know not allowing um, the U.S. to set up their military bases and you know bring capitalism into their uh, into their nation and this is this is you know why the United States is is angry you know we can you know go all the way down South America you know um, and uh, all over the world um, they're continuing to do this in the Middle East you know, um, you know, they're doing it with AFRICOM, you know, African Command, the U.S. Command Center in Africa. Um, and, you know, they do it everywhere. They're doing it all over the world. They're doing it here in Aslan. You know, they're s standing on our land. This is our national territory of the Chicano Nation. And they, um, they're occupying it. So, um, you know, they're occupying our land. They're occupying, um, you know, they're, um, you know, they have us colonized, the Chicano people, um, where we have to go to their schools. We have to, um, you know, pay taxes to them. We have to, you know, um, go send our children to their brainwash camps, a.k.a. public schools, you know, um, where they learn things like, you know, um, <laughs> George Washington was uh, supposed to be their founder or something. That's ridiculous, uh, absurd. So this, these are the things that our children have to, they have to learn that a colonizer is um, supposed to be their founding father. And that's just ridiculous. And, um, and so, you know, this is what happens under uh, colonization, under an occupation. You know, any country in the world, um, the colonizing um um, nation that enters and occupies that land sets up the school changes the school system and um, has the children believing that the oppressor is actually their founder and their hero and after many generations of learning that children parents grandparents um, people begin to learn that I mean they begin to believe it they begin to believe um, you know, and Malcolm X talked uh, something about that and said, you know, that, you know, um, sometimes, you know, especially here in, 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 in America, in the U.S., uh, you know, they will teach you that, um, you know, your enemy is your friend and your friend is your enemy. A and they do this very well, you know, and, and, and this is why so many kids grow up thinking that, um, you know, George Washington was a good person or, you know, Thomas Jefferson, you know, these people are colonizers. So we need to, you know, have our own. This is why we need our own schools. But when we create our own schools, um, they, they oftentimes they try very hard to shut it down. This is why I love Decolonize Academy so much here at Poor Magazine because they teach the real history. And, and, and this is how you got to do it. You got to set up your own liberation schools and not rely on the state and all of their... Um, contracts in their you know let me get permission slips and let me get this uh you know you just need to do it yourself and and organize with others in the community and create your own schools your own liberation schools in order to teach uh the youth real history and um and so this is what this is the importance of organizing and, and working with others so this is something that we have to do. We need our own schools. We need our own publications. We need our own books. We need our own newspapers. Uh, we need to have that. 
because um, otherwise history is being told by the oppressor. So if you don't like oppression, you don't like colonization, you like decolonize, you like that term decolonize, okay, we'll start creating your own schools, liberation schools, uh, your own books, your own newspapers uh, in order to teach that decolonize is bad. You, you can't just say it. You have to teach it. Well, how are you going to teach it? You have to get people together. And, and what? You have to get them together in a school. You got to get, get them together and, and read books. You got to get them to read newspapers. You have to actively and aggressively promote it. Uh, and, and that's the only way it's going to happen. Because you could say whatever you want all day long. But unless you're actually creating some work and recording history in some way that others can learn from even once you're no longer here on earth you know once you're no longer breathing uh once you, you know you're no longer alive you want a body of work some kind of something in the record where future generations can learn from from that instead of you know you're saying it and words are very powerful you know they are very powerful however once you say them you say them in public they're gone, you know, the people will listen and then, you know, and, you know, then, you know, in a few years you're dead and then, you know, a lot of people won't remember. So you need to have uh, something in record. You need to create these schools. You need to have and teach um, the teachers and have a new generation of teachers constantly coming, new blood. So you need to do this. And if not, um, then any kind of educational words and you know, um, they sound good and, you know, and they're, they're beautiful, but um, they're probably not going to um, hold any mud. So you have to create these uh, independent institutions um, uh, from the oppressed, from our perspective, in order to teach our people and our nation. So, you know, this is why it's very important to create independent institutions, create your own schools, create your own press you know, your publishing press, create your own um, newspapers, you know, do all this stuff. Um, you have to create your own independent radio. Poor Magazine has the radio station. This is an independent institution. So this is why it's very important because only when we're in control of our own independent institutions without grants, without, you know, um, you know, any kind of funding, outside funding, nobody can control us. And then guess what? We can say whatever we want, just like uh, Free Aslan. I say whatever in the hell I want. Why? Because um, we're not getting no funding from these big corporations who make a phone call and say, hey, we're going to shut that station down if that guy over there from Free Aslan uh, doesn't stop talking that, that radical stuff. You know, <laughs> this is why I could talk all I want. I could educate the public in any words that I choose. Um, because we are not getting funding from corporations and we are not schmoozing with the oppressor nation and the oppressor government. You know, this is why I'm able to do this. And until every single person who works in the community is able to create these independent institutions, and they're not independent of you're relying on the state or these, um, you know, bourgeois politicians, these capitalists, and these, um, you know, these corpor corporate, um, you know, um, grants and all this stuff, until you can say, I don't rely on them, you're always going to be a slave to these corporations, to capitalism, because you can't tell the people the truth. You'll get shut down. A phone call will be made. Hey, this guy's starting trouble. Uh, you know, let's, let's, you know, make sure he don't say that no more. You guys are getting your funding cut. This is how this works. This is why it's important. Be independent, self-sustainable in your organization. That way, you don't have to worry about pig pressure and, um, you know, state pressure, capitalist pressure. You know, teach the people the raw, uncut truth of what history is. You know, what occurred to us, who the colonizer is, who are the real terrorists. That's what we got to do. This is our goal. National liberation. National liberation. That's our goal. Decolonization will never occur until there is national liberation of the oppressed nations within these false U.S. borders and beyond. And with that being said, 
I'm going to sign off here tonight. Uh, thank you all once again for joining us on Free Aslan, and we'll see you next week. Uh, Brother G7, thank you very much for for joining us tonight, brother, and struggle. Thank you again, brother. We'll be back uh, next week, and uh, Augie's mom will be here you know, for the interview. Stay tuned also for uh, Million Children March you mm. know, in Oakland, Lake Merritt, on New Year's Day at noon, from mm. noon to 5. Noon to 5. And, and if you want to reach reach us anywhere, uh, um, you can reach me at freeaslan2020 at gmail.com. And if you want to tap in and, and, you know, help volunteer or whatnot, you know, and everybody uh, stay strong out there, man. And we're being colonized, but it's time for decolonization. Absolutely. Free Aslan. Stay strong and keep struggling. And this is 96.1 FM. You're listening to Free Aslan. And this is JV.